In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He must increase, and I must decrease. Today we celebrate the feast of St. John the Baptist, which is celebrated in white. Toward the close of the summer months, we shall celebrate this great saint again, but in red, which is perhaps most often how we remember him. Yet today we recall that he is one of three persons whose nativity we celebrate on the calendar. First of all, we celebrate the nativity of him who came to cleanse all from sin. That is the nativity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. After that, we celebrate the nativities of two persons who entered this world without sin. The first one, because she was redeemed by our Redeemer, who was her own son, after the manner of a preventative remedy. That is, the Blessed Virgin Mary, who, at the very first moment of her existence in the womb of her mother Anne, was preserved entirely from all stain of sin. And so she entered this world and first saw the light of day already as a child of God and heir to heaven. St. John the Baptist though was sanctified in the womb of his mother Elizabeth, a working of grace which we commemorate in a few days' time on the Feast of the Visitation. For on that feast, we are told that John the Baptist springs for joy, dances, as it were, in the womb of his mother Elizabeth at the approach of the Ark of the New Covenant, just as in former times King David did at the approach of the Ark of the Old Testament. And so we understand that John the Baptist was filled with grace in his mother's womb and cleansed of original sin. And so when he was born on this day, he too came into this world as a child of God and heir to heaven. And that is why his feast today is celebrated in white, unlike that of the Most Blessed Virgin Mary, we celebrate not only other mysteries in the lives of these saints, but even their nativity. The Church, however, wishes to unveil to us a great mystery in 
keeping this feast on June 24th. It often falls during the octave, and indeed every year during the month, of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. This feast, by devotion to which we learn to imitate the sweet humility of the human heart of our Savior. This is a lesson which St. John, that great advocate and preacher of the mysteries of the Sacred Heart, reveals to us today. We are reminded by the words which he will address to us during his public ministry at the advent of the Lamb of God. He will speak to us as the best man, the bridegroom's friend, he says in St. John's Gospel. This friend at the wedding who rejoices now at the arrival of the bridegroom who comes to claim his spouse. And yet, though he rejoices with great joy, he acknowledges that the role of the best man at the arrival of the bridegroom is not to be exalted, but rather to fade now into the background which is why he then utters the words, he must now increase and I must decrease. This we find even mysteriously unveiled in the placement of these feasts on the calendar. For after this time of year, after this feast, the days of the year now begin to grow shorter all the way until the time of greatest darkness when we have just beforehand the Feast of Doubting Thomas, the darkest time of the year when one might be tempted to doubt the reality of the redemption that is coming. And yet at that darkest time of the year, it is precisely when the true light is born into the world. And he who today gives testimony to the light and who has begun to fade from view now gives way only to what is the true light who will, from the moment of his birth, grow stronger each day until we renew this mystery in the following year. As we strive then, day after day, during this month of the Sacred Heart, to imitate the heart of our Redeemer, let us place ourselves especially under the patronage of this first great preacher of the wonders of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, St. John the Baptist. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.